Welcome to the Fit Side Plus podcast, a balance between inspiration, motivation, community, and both functional fitness and clean nutrition information. Welcome to your new, healthier lifestyle, to your best possible journey, to your fit journey. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fit Side Plus podcast. This is episode 23. I am Thomas, your host. And this week we are here at Dr. Carlos Retali's office. This is the third part of a three-part series. Uh, make sure you go back and listen to episode 21 and episode 22 with Carlos Retali. You will learn a lot about a gastroenterologist's point of view about exercise and nutrition. Before you do anything else, go back to fitsideplus.com and subscribe to the newsletter. You will get a free ebook with many tips, secrets, and all the habits you need to start making the fitness journey successful. You will also get uh, one week of diet plan and you will get many days of free workouts so you can begin your fitness journey today. So we're back with Dr. Carlos Retali. He is a, medic he's a medical doctor in gastroenterology. He's also an uh, enthusiast of endurance sports and nutrition and uh, we will learn a little more of what Dr. Retali has to, has to offer. Uh, Dr. Retali, I wanted to ask you your opinion about uh, sports drinks after exercise particularly. We usually see people uh, buying and sipping all sorts of sports drinks after, you know, the minuscule of activity. We don't have to mention any names or anything, we just need to know, are, are these sports drinks really necessary? So, I guess scientific community is, is somewhat... Um, broken into two camps about this and, and actually scientific data is somewhat controversial with respect to the actual need of sports drink during, during exercise. Um, so meaning some people advocate for it, some people don't advocate for it. There's a strong movement for just drinking water during exercise. Um, others state that electrolytes are depleted during exercise and once they tend to go down, um, the athlete tends to bunk and the performance is compromised. Um, like I said, scientific data has not shown the benefit of the of sports drinks improving performance. So initially I would say scientifically that there appears to be no need for um, sports drinks during exercise. Having said that, I think there is a role for what's called an exercise of, of one person. So every person needs to gauge their own needs. Uh, it, it's not the same if you're exercising in, I don't know, in Sweden in the middle of winter or if you're exercising in Panama in the middle of dry season or if you're exercising at noon, or if it's five in the morning. So, the, again, trying to fit everything into a one-size-fit-all, I think it's a huge mistake. Many people are drinking sports drinks, which is loaded with artificial sweeteners and sugar, and some electrolytes when they don't need it. So, you're exercising, trying to consume, to get rid of some calories, but you are ingesting some calories by way of artificial sugars. So it tends to sort of not make sense. Um, 
if you get rid of the sugar, the absorption of the electrolytes is not going to be the same. So it all goes down to, do you actually need it? There's a, there's a number of endurance athletes out there running 100-mile races on just water. And when do you drink? When you are actually feeling thirsty. And, and by that, I'm not, I'm not meaning the regular weekend athlete. These are people who are complete competing and are making a living and they just drink water. Yeah, it's, uh, it's weird because we, everybody's worried about dehydration, you know? It's, uh, it's, it's a word that everybody's afraid of. And of course, everybody needs to be afraid of. And what you said, uh, we call it athlete responsibility. No, nobody knows your body better than you. Uh, okay, you might be starting exercise. You might, you might not know your body that well yet. But you will quickly, you know, it'll give you feedback really, really quick. Uh, when people ask me uh, if they should have a sports drink or not, I usually say, hey, if on Sunday you go into a marathon and you're not used to it, by all means, have your sports drinks. But if you're doing push-ups and squats on a regular Tuesday afternoon for 15 minutes, chances are you do not really need to save yourself with the sports drinks before dinner. Right, so on that token, with the, with the thing about hydration, definitely staying hydrated, um, it's important. And again, the thirst mechanism is there in your body to allow you to tell you when you need to hydrate. The problem with, with marketing of sports drinks and with the problems with dehydration have led to an increase in people out there um, undertaking marathons and having the problem of what's called hyponitremia, which is drinking excessive amounts of water after they're done with the marathon, and then decreasing the sodium in their body to the point where they have convulsions and they actually, there's been fatalities from that. So, so again, we don't need to do things um, as this was... Um, a recipe from a cooking book um, everybody needs to gauge their own experience and depending on who you are and where you are you might need to drink salty things I don't know if it needs to be a sports drink it, it might actually be a salted potato um, yep. and water which might do exactly the same thing or even better than some artificially prescribed potion yeah, I, I I think the biggest problem comes from the, from the fact that you mentioned that are usually artificial sweeteners. These 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 things that we think are going to save our life after exercise are you know filled with GMO, high fructose corn syrup. So if you do feel you need sugar, probably a fruit is a far better option. Uh, where we live, it is very popular to have uh, coconut water. Uh, that's that's uh, very getting very popular in the functional fitness world, and you know there's there's just a lot of 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 different options that we have, and we're basically battling against uh, big industry, big industry who wants to make sure that we buy these things. Uh, every time I go out for a quick workout, I see people, you know, working out for ten minutes, a ten minute light jog, and then they go and they buy a sports drink, and I just want to you know sit them down and tell them, dude, you you. You and your wife are sharing a sports drink that you don't need and all the effort you put into waking up this morning to start an active lifestyle, you, you will see, I mean, you will see health benefits, but you will not see any weight loss benefits and that will probably, you know, uh, discharm you with the whole exercise journey. 
And what complicates things a little further is that some of these sports drinks are marketed for children, and, and we put them in the lunchbox that we send our kids to school with. I mean, th the kids are not even going to be exercising, and we are sending them with an electrolyte solution to school. And it doesn't make sense. So kids, especially children, they need to eat, and they need to drink, to thirst, and they're going to be just fine. Well, I think it's hard. It's not that hard to convince us to buy something, but an easier way to convince us to buy something is having a couple kids around us pulling at our shirt saying, I want, I want, I want, I want. So it actually seems like a very brilliant uh, commercial stunt. So do you have anything else to add about this three-part series? I, let, let me just ask you a quick question because uh, this, this episode was more about sports drinks, but we don't do limits here. Uh, you, you are known for having run marathons, lots of them, very long ones, and I remember there was a time when you were trying a very ketogenic diet. Am I right or something like that? I, um, I, I don't think I've... Again, I try not to go into extremes uh, with um, almost anything. Um, but So I, I've never measured ketones and stuff like that. I, I Again, by doing my own experimenting, I found that I don't need men that much with carbs. Um, I tend to feel healthier on a low-carb diet. Um, tend to just eat carbs post-exercise. Um, that I, I've noticed that it helps me maintain a healthy weight or an ideal weight for competing. Um, so I tend to do natural food, low carb. I allow myself to cheat every once in a while, um, sometimes more than I should. Um, and that I think that's let, I, I don't know, that's the balance that I've achieved and it's working for me and that's that. Uh, that that's what I was going for. Not, not really to call it uh, ketogenic or anything else. Uh, You said it in, in our first interview, in episode 21, uh, you talked about you know, not prescribing to a certain diet. And we've talked about, through all these three weeks, about doing things that work for you. And it's, it's very, more than interesting, it is, it, is, it is inspirational that a doctor that usually does endurance has found a way to change things up and tinker to see what exactly works for him. Uh, so I think that is a lesson here. Everybody, instead of just uh, going with the status quo, going with the industry or you know the biggest amount of people within your sport actually decide to do, just you know try things within the healthy paradigm. Just make sure you're eating clean. Make sure you're exercising responsibly. Uh, you know enough to make an impact and not that much to hurt yourself. And within that, you know, everything goes. And within that realm, uh, just making sure that you are enjoying whatever it is, it is you're doing. If you, you know, somebody runs marathons and you try to fit into that mold just because somebody's running marathon, maybe it's not the thing for you and you're more of an outdoors trail mountain kind of runner. And, you know, that's fine too. Exactly. And if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you're most likely quit very, very soon. So the idea is to find what you want and just do it have fun laugh bring people into it or have time by yourself with your headphones and meditate whatever you want while you're doing it just make sure you enjoy it and uh, make sure you also 
teach others around you that being healthy is uh, it's basically the only responsibility we really have in life. I agree. Thank you, Dr. Ritali, for all your time in this three-part series. You have just listened to the Bitside Plus podcast. Head on over to bitsideplus.com right away and opt in for the free ebook and the intro to Functional Fitness Workout Program. If you like what you've heard, please leave us a five-star review. We'll be back with you next week for more empowering fitness audio.